Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. Welcome back, everyone, to the Westworld Theorycast. My name is Axel. The Westworld Theorycast is part of the DVR Podcast Network. Check us out at dvrpodcast.com. You can email us, westworlddvr at gmail.com. We'd love to hear your thoughts on tonight's amazing episode, which is Season 2, Episode 6, Phase Space. Wow. And uh, I want to, of course, introduce, it's a little bit past his birthday. But this is part of a birthday pod we're doing. His name is Heath Snowlo. Happy birthday, buddy. Thank you, brother. And thank you to all the people out there in the DVR podcasting land who wish me a happy birthday. Another year's gone by, but in less than 40 days, a wedding will be happening. Yes, the orange wedding of Heath Solo and Lady Solo will be happening and yours truly axel foley is one of my groomsmen and he'll be there baby in oceanside california yes i will i am so looking forward to it man it's going to be amazing and i'm happy that you're here to talk about this crazy episode with me tonight i just want to start off by saying what we saw at the end we've been talking about it since he died on the last season just want to give a shout out to all of the great listeners and feedback that we've gotten. And there's always been a consensus, which is that Ford is in the system. He somehow uploaded himself. He's a part of the system. He's a part of the hosts. Now that we see it, I think it's safe to say that that little red ball that Bernard brought to the cradle was Ford. That's pretty amazing, Solo. Is that what you think, too? Yeah, that, that's exactly what I thought, and I get confused because I see Anthony Hopkins' reflection, and I'm like, <laughs> is he young Anthony Hopkins? Is he medium-build Anthony Hopkins? Is he, you know, Ford Anthony Hopkins? So, yeah, I mean, still a lot of processing going on. This is this Axel could be one of the toughest shows to do an initial reaction. So I want to give you and DJ Timmy Hines a lot of credit because. This is the first time I think I'm doing an initial reaction for this show, and it's a tough one to just say, boom, (laughs) just watched it, and, uh, you know, I'm in control. No, I'm just like, whoa, Well, Clementine. You know how I kind of do it (laughs) is just kind of drill down on one thing, and then my mind starts kind of connecting it. So I think the Bernard thing is is a place to start. I think that this whole theory... That when he is with the extraction team, he's somehow, you know, there, we had talked about it, that there's a glitch there and there's a great, go check out Hacks Dogma's video about the cradle where he shows that glitch where the woman in the pale dress is alive, then she's dead, then she's alive. And so there's glitches there. I think it's safe to assume that the parts that we saw there with Bernard being as though we see him in the cradle. I mean, it's so amazing the way his brain 
first of all, we didn't even know that the balls, I guess I didn't, wasn't quite sure that the ball goes inside the light bulb. I thought maybe the ball was different from the light bulb. That's kind of interesting, but um, it's safe to assume that yeah. maybe he's in that when this extraction team, and, and then we have those parts with Dolores, which are also in the uh, different aspect, aspect ratio, just like the first scene of the season. And when Bernard goes into the cradle, the matrix, he's in the different aspect ratio, right? So- mm-hmm. This is going to become a new place for our timelines, our events to exist. I mean, it is, it's the matrix. I mean, I think it's very, he's uploaded into a simulation because all the hosts backups are together. The way that they keep the, keep the AI working, making decisions, right, is to simulate Westworld inside of the cradle. So all those hosts' minds aren't just dormant. They are constantly, these backups are constantly growing and changing and learning too, right? They're going through those same Mm -hmm. processes over and over again. It's just so, I fucking love it, man. I think it's so cool that they went in this direction. My big question for you, though, is are we going to hear Rock the Cradle of Love by Billy Idol at some point? (laughs) (laughs) I like it, baby. Rock the cradle Rock of love. Rock the cradle of love. The cradle so, love. Yeah. You know what? Real quick, I, 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 you know, it was a small thing, but even in the previously on, you, I think you heard a hi, daddy, but you didn't hear any dialogue, and it was just clips with this cool music. I thought that was interesting. I thought that was a little fun. I was like, ooh. Yeah, you know, you know, I I usually I again this time I left the 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 previously on just like a little bit too long. I watched the first scene. My wife got home late uh, with my little boy from uh, the in laws, and I was like, oh, maybe I can watch the a part of the episode before she gets. So I watched just the first scene, and I watched <laughs> a, a little. I wasn't gonna watch the previously on, but then I saw how they did it differently. I like that. I want to find out. I keep on writing to HBO, but you know, we're just a little podcast here. But I really want, would love to talk and interview people from the production and even marketing side because it's like in Lost, we had them doing the podcast where they told us we do not make the trailers. Like, remember, Damon would say, like, don't watch yep. the coming next week. <laughs> like, I'd prefer you not to watch or you, it. You may see Locke wanting to hang himself, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so I don't know. I don't know how HBO does it. Um, I don't know if their marketing department does those or if maybe at a certain point they said to them, that's, I mean, that's why I'm bringing it up is because maybe they made a change there solo. You know? Yeah, I, it was just, it was different. And, but I liked it because, you know, so many times you hear previously on Lost or whatever, and then you hear all these quotes and blah, blah, blah. I kind of like just a little montage, mm-hmm. a little cool tunage. And I was in, I was like, and then with, with the first scene, which we think we've seen before, which we have, and then it extended with Dolores and Bernard. I was like, oh, at first I'm like, do they play the wrong episode? <laughs> At first, or am I, I was like, "Am I in a loop?" Yeah, I like it, but man. it's just—it's very cool because you have to think that that. Okay, so if th- those two scenes are connected, and then we have her running Bernard through 
the uh, series of questions just as James Delos was, right? It's the same thing, getting mm-hmm. fidelity, right? Fidelios. Fidelity. Fidelio. What's that? What movie is that from when the person Eyes says, wide shut. Fidelio. Oh, yes. Fidel- that was the password. That's yes. the first thing I thought of when she said fidelity. I'm like, high fidelity. I'm like, oh, Fidelio. Of course, that's in my mind. Kubrick, baby, the man. You know, I'm going with yeah, Mike Hull yeah. to see um, uh, 2001 in 70 millimeter here in Portland next Wednesday. Oh, nice. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. But back to Westworld. Um, yeah. Back to Westworld. So... That makes sense if we extrapolate that Dolores and I like the way I do have to give myself a little credit that I was so adamant about the way that she was in control. I remember after that first episode, I was like, she was in control of that conversation. And it turns out that she was. So if they are inside the quote unquote, um, you know, because it could be also that the cradle matrix is represented visually to us in the same way that say the host mesh network or their Mm -hmm. outside network would exist right so if dolores is running him through a series of fidelity tests but he's inside that cradle why is she doing that? Is she the one who's running him through or quote unquote, as we thought before, interrogating him to find like whether it's Abernathy or whatever, or was she trying, was she like preparing him for that mission? I'm just, I just see, well, what do you get from it? Well, you know, my one, my first question is, and I, so like, when is this happening? Like that's where I'm confused. I'm like, because she does have that old dress on. Did it was this way before well, all, all Journey into Night started, or is this could this be happening later? Okay, so I'm con- th- that's th- I, I I see what you're saying, but the way that she visually looks is not is not an indication of time because. She looks different inside of this, inside the cradle, right? So right. Okay. That, okay. It had to, but as far as time would take place, I would gather that that is one of the farthest in the future scenes that we've seen so far. I'll, I'll, oh, okay. I'll okay. still say that the scene when Bernard realizes that he's not in the same room as Elsie, which was what, two or mm-hmm. two episodes ago or three now? Um, I think that's the most farthest forward. Like, I'm just kind of concocting this idea that Bernard is being used by either side to extrapolate this information, but I'm still not sure whether he's, um, whether he's allied with Dolores in the end or whether he's being used by Dolores to fool Delos or to fight Delos. And then he has to, make his own choice okay so wait i'm um a little confused when he's going through with elsie and he's remembering mm-hmm. and you see him and he's uh, that has happened before right he's not looking to the future no he's having a memory he's inside that's what i thought yeah. okay because i th- yeah yeah so that's all stuff he's remembering from before 
thus getting information so now he can mm-hmm. move forward. And okay, okay. Yeah. That's what I, for some reason when you were talking I thought you were saying it was when he was with Elsie that's farthest in the future. Oh, you mean like before he goes into his own memory when he's just when he's with her. Right. That's what I mean. No. Okay, what okay. I mean is No. What I mean is when he realizes that he is in a memory, right? Mm-hmm. We are thus seeing Bernard at a later date than we have seen before. It's my estimation that that is, in fact, the latest time, the most recent time that we see. It's I believe that that's after the whole extraction team stuff, if that's real, or like way after, that that's kind of the end game of the season, is that he realizes somehow that he's being manipulated or you, he has to f- kind of come to his own accord inside of his own memories like he's been it seems to me that Dolores may be training Bernard to use him as almost as a to like as a spy inside of his own mind which is oh interesting yeah because Clementine dropped him off right where Elsie was chained up and then all these events with Elsie's we assume yeah. pretty much is happening later. Right. While Cle- while they're all Dolores and everyone are going on their mission without Bernard. Okay. Yeah. And this is how, ha- and I think that, you know, that scene where he comes to that realization is maybe much farther. And who knows if the person who's, I mean, I think it's obvious the person who's really doing it is Ford, you know, mm-hmm. and whether that is then, a third person, you know, that Bernard is then <laughs> kind of being his psyche is being uh, used yeah. by, right, or examined by. Because I still maintain, I'm still going on the theory that he has the one time use key for Abernathy. Like they get Abernathy and they have his body and he's nailed to that chair. Jeez. But I think that they're not going to be able to access him. That we'll see a mm-hmm. scene next episode, episode after, where whoever they sent down there or hails down there and they're trying to get into Abernathy and they're like, we see it, but we can't get into it. The key is gone. And then they have okay. to get that key from Bernard. So that's kind of why I'm playing on that theory there. So I cheated a little bit. Um, I watched the episode and then I was really confused over something, and I just, before we went on, I watched it quick, so it's initial reaction, rewind. <laughs> so when uh, Man in Black first talks to Emily, his daughter, and he, you know, I was like, he's like, oh, you're a host and whatever, so I'm, I'm telling Lady so I'm like, oh, she's a host? Okay. But then when I watched it again, he's talking to her like, that's Ford. Hey, Ford, really, you yes. create my daughter yep. as a host? Yeah. And then, so I caught that, and I was like, okay. It's, he, she's not a host, but I, like you know, when you watch this really fast in real time, it, you don't catch everything. Um, and so I was like confused, and then you found out later, like, no, she's not a, she can't be a host, you know. So that that was interesting that he thought she was a host, and she's talking to him like Ford, like you know, Ford really creating my daughter, you know. Yeah, I thought you, that. that was I love great. that actress. That actress is really good. Oh, she, she um, is, man. She She's really fantastic. holds her own with Ed Harris. Yeah. 
Yeah, she is really great, man. She um I was saying that to my wife. I was like, she's really fantastic actress and she's just so naturally beautiful too, right? Like she just has a way about mm-hmm. her that's confident and like assured. Like you could tell that there's that that's his daughter. That's why it's no it's really good acting that she is playing. It's smart for her to come in and say as an actor, right? Like you would you have to make this decision too, right? He's like in that role, you could say, okay, I'm establishing a new character or, oh, okay. The way I establish myself with the audience is by their relationship to the character they already know, which is my father. Mm-hmm. Right. So, yeah. That, and that's, yeah. you know, and she hit it out of the park and I just love just the little beat she had and the, and the way she taught, you could tell it was William's daughter and it just really, I really w- was like kind of lost in those scenes. I'm just, oh, I like this. I want more. Um, and, and so, and even when she, cause she goes, wait a minute, those aren't uh, Ghost Nation arrows. <laughs> this is a honeypot. And, and Men in Black's like, oh, shit. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Their, their whole thing with each other was really kind of cute. And it was a new, it was really a new hymn when they had that conversation by the fire. You know, it was mm-hmm. really interesting the way that he just his whole face changed and his whole, you know, his whole body language changed. He just kind of seemed older. He seemed like a dad, you know? Now, did you see, did you find out the little clue? I don't know if it's a clue how he misremembered um, yeah, yes. something about his his daughter yeah. and his mother. The elephants. I mean, her mother. Yeah. Yeah, the elephants. And it was like, no, that, that wasn't me. That was mom. Yeah. So... You know how you go back a few episodes about she slit her wrists, mm-hmm. but he thinks she took pills. Mm-hmm. So, what is that yeah. all about, Axel? I, well, it's it's very similar to the Delo stuff, right? Getting mm-hmm. getting the things wrong, and I think that's really. And then right. he accuses her of being a host, and then when Lawrence says something, he says something to Lawrence like things aren't always as they appear, Lawrence. Like something like that, you know, which is kind of another telltale sign there. But, you know, man, I just have to say this episode with this introduction of the cradle and I had said on Twitter, um, now I kind of understand when I watched the preview and saw that this was coming because I did watch the preview after we were done podcasting for the week, which I've been doing. I may end up doing a, a preview cast in the next couple of weeks. We'll see. But anyway, I was like, you remember before the season solo, they did that prank where they said that they were going to release a video that gave all the spoilers. Oh, yeah. I didn't watch it, but fill me in on that because I noticed you tweeted about it and you were going to explain in the initial reaction. Yeah, but I um, Well, yeah. they did like kind of a prank where they were saying like, we know everybody on Reddit has guessed the show. And I guess there's some kind of contra- – you know, I mean there's controversy about people thinking that the show is just here to, to have you theorize and guess, which, hey, I'm fine with that. You know, everything has its place. But I do think the show provides more right. than that. But anyway, so then they ended up releasing a video that was like, I didn't even watch, I don't even watch it, but I think, I guess they just basically like rickrolled everyone, you know, like it was just a joke and it was like a little bit of more of a preview or something. But I started, when I saw this, I thought to myself, I totally understand that because really this season has been 
if you look back at all the crazy theories from last year that people had at the end of the season and throughout, it's almost like mm-hmm. they said, you know what? We're going to do more that we're going to do all of them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. We're, right. we're going to do yeah. all of them. We're going to do virtual reality. We're going to do host swapping bodies. We're going to do host swapping. I mean, in the end, I think they're going to end up doing everything. Hosts are going to swap with humans. Humans swap with hosts. Hybrids swap with hosts and into humans. They're going to go every which way with virtual reality. Mave is the, is Neo. They're just, they're just rolling it out. It's kind of like how we talk about how Game of Thrones started out and Really, in the first season, there's what three or four supernatural scenes in the whole show, right? Maybe five in the whole first season. Now you watch a an episode of Game of Thrones, and it, there's supernatural stuff every single scene. You know how they kind mm-hmm. of slow. It's like, what's the difference between like a, a kind of maybe a worse sci-fi show, you know, not including the expanse. Cause that's awesome. And it's saved by Amazon go expanse, but an HBO show <laughs> and what makes Frack. a difference. Yeah, baby. What makes a difference is, um, how you roll it out, how you tell the story. And so right. it really, they are going to end up my, the kind of realization I had is that prank was really more about like, show you all the spoilers, get ready for season two, because you're going to see everything you thought of, we're going to do. Like these guys, you know, the gals and guys who are making this show are sci-fi fans. They know all this stuff. It's not like they haven't, they haven't read and seen all the stuff we've seen. So that was kind of how I, I kind of gave me a giggle because I'm thinking like, that wasn't a prank, you know? And who cares if, like, people are like, oh, if I predicted, oh, the show is well. So what? I mean, we're all smart. We're all got some smarts in us. We all do yeah. our thing. We watch a lot of stuff. We may predict certain things, but you know what? I mean, yeah, it, it's just, you know, have fun with it. And, you know, some things are going to come true. And there's a reason why we also theorize or think things are coming true because we get the foreshadowing or there's something that we pick up on whether it happens or not in the writer's room, you know, you know, it's, that's, I think that's the sign of a great show when mm-hmm. you like, you can go back and you can see all the stuff planted. And if you pick up on it, it's not that the show, the writing's weak or anything. It means, you know, you know, maybe you're a little smart, you know, so, and you're attentive. So, yeah. Um, yeah. And it also goes to one thing I want to add. I totally agree with you solo. And it's also like, it's not always the intent to obfuscate, you know, like the show itself, it makes it out like it's so confusing and everything like that. But when you break it down and you watch scenes, what you see is that if you, you know, it's like with loss and everything, if you actually just listen to the show, you can come up with probably what's going to happen. Who cares? Because what you really like is the characters and the people. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, I love just as much all the Shogun World stuff this episode as I did the stuff with Bernard in the Cradle. I thought it was awesome. Mm -hmm. And I didn't question, like, oh, why are they spending so much time traveling here and there and putting a heart on a thing? Because you got to care about the characters, you know? And their journey is important. 
Yeah, you know, and if we didn't have that stuff, people like, oh, we just got Shogun World for an episode, yeah. and it was oh, blah, 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 <laughs> blah, 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 you know, and it's like, you know what? It's okay to have those moments. I actually, my big thing I took from that, I mean, I understood Dogen over there from Lost and or whatever. I think it's, I can't remember if his name was Dogen in Lost or Mr. Bill used to call him something else. No, from it was Dogen, His man. previous movies. It yeah, is Dogen. Yeah. He, he used to call him something else. But, you know, when, when, and the girl with the arrows, like she went on with them, which was interesting. It was almost like Dogen gave her the look like we're staying and we need to do this for our honor. Whether our, what, whatever our fate is, we're going to defend our land. If it's death, then so be it. But it was almost like, it was like twofold, like go protect them. And also, if this is what you got to do, go do it. And I liked that she's a part of the group now. Yeah. Um, you know, I kind of dug that. So what would you think of, you know, I, it threw me for a curveball when Maeve went to – found her daughter and then Ghost – is it, that's Ghost Nation, right? Yeah. The Native Americans kind of – okay. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's what happened when all the bad stuff happened. And but then you see her new mom. It was like it blew me away. Like oh no! Like yeah. I was like oh poor Maeve. But but it was interesting what the uh, I don't remember his character's name, but the, kind of the leaders like we're going on the same path. Come with us. Yes. So good point. That was that was interesting because before we're like okay they're taking the humans, not killing them. They let him go, but now Maeve's a host, but yet she's kind of like the god now and come mm -hmm. with us. So I'm confused. Like, remember before I, I thought Ghost Nation was kind of a course correction for people, um, you know, for go for going on the right path, to send them on the right path. So in, in essence, I guess it's the same thing, like come with us. You know, you'll go on the right path. You won't hit any more obstacles, maybe. But what did you take from that? What what path do you think he meant? You know, I mean, I'm just thinking about it now. Initial reaction, baby. Um, oh yeah, but yeah. I'm, I, you're we, a smart guy, but I, you know, I don't need to throw <laughs> no, so much at you there, buddy. Well, no, but I know you can handle hey, it. That's what we're here for, man. We're professional podcasters. <laughs> um, it makes me think is Ford just in, I don't, okay. I would say, I don't think that Ford is just in the cradle. I think that Ford is in the network and he's in all the hosts. And I think that he is in the entire park. And I think that it may have been him who helped Maeve with those powers, you know, okay. who kind of pushed that forth in her. And I think that I would, I, I would – my guess would be at this point that Ghost Nation is acting as Ford's army and he's using them to do these specific goals like moving MIB's daughter in a certain way. Um, right, right. You know, yeah. getting these other uh, humans, you know, um, doing that kind of thing. Um, so – Okay. So we both think that. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's interesting to me whether – that's what he was trying to do and it make and it also brings up the question then is Maeve really like we had said you know she's the accident she's the real sentient host she's kind of doing her own thing has how much control does Ford still have on her she seems to be away from the network but like I said is it that he's 
he gave her those powers and he did all that. It just, I kind of, to me, when you initially brought it up again, I thought, okay, then that's what they were doing. They were kind of working for Ford. So that's what I'm kind of going on right now. But I wanted to bring up mm. one thing about the mom because we had a lot of listener feedback um, say that. I think Gina said that, that the mom was going to be there. And I thought the same thing as soon as I saw her sitting on the porch. I was just waiting for the mom. They kept on shoot, and they kept on fucking shooting it so the door was prominently behind her. Right, you know? right, yeah, yeah. So you're just waiting for someone to come out. But I think a lot of people had predicted that and it seemed only natural, right? Like her daughter too would be in a new loop. And it was weird, like Maeve seemed to – did she not have the ability to control the Native Americans, the Ghost Nation, or was it that she was just so scared? You know, that's a that's a great question, Axel, because I think initially she was so, so shocked yeah. that there was another mom. Like, how could she be shocked? But I guess she's so lost at retrieving her daughter that she didn't think that. And so was she so shocked? And she, I think I think personally that she got so lost in her past memories mm -hmm. with grabbing her daughter. Like, as you see, as she's putting her hand across the, you know, the not the weeds, but, you know, the whatever, the hay or the flower, whatever that shit is, <laughs> you know, like the gladiator hand, you know, she's going back, she's having the memories, and then she's with her daughter, and, and then all of a sudden, boom, Ghost Nation's coming, new mom, holy crap, she goes back into grab, you know, she went back to her old self, what she went through before with her daughter, taking her and running. So mm, I think point. she lost, yeah. I think she lost her, I mean, whether she can control Ghost Nation or not, that I, I don't know, but it's possible, uh, but, you know, I don't think so. I think she, but I, I don't, actually both, I don't think she can control Ghost Nation, but I think she got lost in a past memory and that whole thing with her daughter came up and was just like, we got to run. Like it, it was almost like. You know, you think she'd be ready to attack them or protect her, but she went back to her. It's like the old, uh, you know, as a mother, her mother instinct was yep. to protect her daughter yeah. and not to do the other things she's been doing that she's learned. She's just protecting her daughter and her first instinct's like, we got to get out of here. I got to protect you. Not saying, wait a minute, I'm a witch. <laughs> I can tell them to stop. So that's yeah. that's kind of the feeling I got initial reaction. That is very cool. And that says something about her as a conscious entity, right? That she mm -hmm. had such a direct reaction to it. It was like her own reaction. You know, that's kind of cool. I yeah. like that solo. Well, listen, man, I know that we are going to actually record another podcast, which is going to be a film list. And we're going to talk about some awesome TV shows. So I think mm -hmm. I think. Do you want to bring up anything else, or do you want to end it here? No, uh, I, I I want to thank you for having me on the initial reaction. It was, you know, I, I appreciate the Twitter response when you announced it. People were stoked. So like, right on. It make, it makes me feel good that people like to listen to the crap I say. Uh, but no, <laughs> no, yeah, let's let's end it because you know coming up on the deep dive, you guys will bang it out and go deep into. Episode, is it episode six, right? You got it, baby. God, we're in the second half of the season. 
So, yeah, let's end it now. And we got a special film list we're going to record after this. So uh, look for that on the DVR Podcasting Network feed. But Axel, hi, Daddy. Send us out. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Solo, for being here. And, yeah, we're going to uh, record a little bit of a film list here. And that'll be on our uh, Patreon feed at patreon.com slash DVR, as well as the film list. Just search the film list and you're device if you're not already subscribed uh you can email us at westworlddvr at gmail.com that's westworlddvr at gmail.com and yes tim timothy i should say dj timothy hinesworth and i will be recording wednesday night about 10 o'clock awesome. pacific time and uh we'll have that for you wednesday morning so thanks for listening Say howdy to your moms for me. The Cradle. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.